Shalom, Shalom, Israel. It's your brother Rajai coming at you again, always being led by the Spirit, um, bringing out the words of the Most High through these scriptures. I want to say uh, Shalom to my uh, Israelites, the 130 of you that are keeping the laws and commandments. Shalom to the prophets, messengers, and, and the poets out there uh, teaching the truth and sincerity on the highways and byways. I say Shalom to you, to the 144,000 that are being woken up in these last days and times. I say Shalom to you and to the avid listeners of the show um, that are listening in truth and sincerity, being edified. I say Shalom to you. So Israel, today, you know, today's podcast is going to deal with um, getting your um, house in order. And when I say um, getting your house in order, I'm not talking um, on a physical level, although you know, to some extent, you know, you have to maintain, but I'm, I'm strictly or mainly dealing with the spiritual aspect of getting your house in order. So, um, before we move on, as always, what I like to do to my new listeners that are just tuning in or if you're just hearing the podcast or if you've heard some segments um, of the episode before but you're not sure, um, you know, what's going on or, or what this podcast show is about, it's basically... Um, general purpose uh, to edify a nation of people that's the so-called black, Hispanic, Native American, Seminole Indians, um, and Mexican, that we are the chosen seed of God. We are, um, you know, the remnants, the children of uh, Israel. Um, our forefathers are Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. Um, through bloodline, uh, we're the descendants of Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob. And contrary to the belief, a lot of um, the people are, you know, starting to hear that, and you know they don't accept it. But whether they, um, you know, pervert or not, it's the truth. You know, if you read the Bible, you see that's in there. So this podcast is basically uh, for those people and to edify a nation to return back to the Most High, um, repent for your sins, and and keep the laws and commandments, so that you shall be saved. Um, through works and faith and belief. So, uh, moving on. Uh, like I said, I, I want to touch upon getting your house in order spiritually. Okay? Well, all right, well, um, let's go ahead and jump into this uh, scripture. I have a verse right here um, in the book of Edris. Second, bo- second Edris, uh, verse 14. Second Edris 14, verse 17. For it looks, Slakia. For look how much the world shall be weaker through age, so much, so much the so much the more shall evils increase upon them that dwell in therein. Okay? Let me read it again. Second Edges 14, 17. For look how much the world shall be weaker through age, so much more shall evils increase upon that upon them, Slakia, upon them that dwell therein. So we know. You know, basically through the scripture, if you have ears to hear, to understand, we know that uh, as the as the earth is growing older and increases in years, that um, the wickedness upon the earth is is increasing. And why, you know, and most people might ask why that's happening, is because people are not, you know, majority of people, right? None of the nations are keeping the, the laws and commandments. Um, you know, according to God, but the Most High didn't give the laws and commandments to every nation. So this is mainly concerned 
with the Israelites, so-called Black, Hispanic, Native American, and Seminole Indian. Okay, and a lot of our people, you know, are not keeping the laws and commandments. Two, two thirds of our people are not keeping the laws and commandments. It says that in the Bible that two thirds will be um, thrust through, which means that they will be cut off, and the one third will be left therein, which means that they they're the ones going to receive this, the salvation. Okay, so even at one third of us that are waking up. Um, we still have to go out there and preach his word so that um, we can get that 144,000 elect and the rest of the one-thirds out there um, to repent, to repent from your sins, return back to the Most High, the living God of Israel, right, and keep these laws and commandments. And these laws are not grievous. So what I always tell people, especially, you know, in the beginning of the you know, for videos and, sh and podcasts and things like that, I always say that if your spirit is bearing witness and you're an Israelite and you're hearing this for the first time, definitely pray on it. A lot of us are coming out of churches, different religions, you know, so we have a zeal for the Most High, but not in uh, truth and understanding, okay? Now, if you start reading the Bible, um, and a lot of us don't read the Bible, what we do is, you know, we have those verses for the day, you know, kind of something that we like to hold on to, uh, you know, whatever, some trouble or things happen, we like to focus on that verse of the day and kind of think that's going to get us through life. Um, there's laws and commandments that, that the Most High gave to us, Yahweh, um, that the Most High Yahweh gave to us. So we're required to keep these laws and commandments, okay? Although we're in captivity, although we're not in our land, you know, the laws are not grievous. Um, for us to keep because the Lord knew what was going to happen. So it's not like, you know, the things that we have to do, the, the, the laws that we have to keep are, are grievous upon us. We can still do them in our captivity. And a lot of our, you know, forefathers did that, you know, when they went into captivity as well, you know, and that's how God's hand was continuing with them. Although he's raising a lot more of us up, out, you know, he's raising a lot more of us up. So I can, um, we're now understanding who we are. So the first thing, like I said, the first thing is always to understand that we are the children of God, so-called black, Hispanic, Native American, some of the Indian. We are the chosen seed of God through the bloodline. This is this is fact. You can go in the Bible and, and look, this is um, God's written word. And a lot of people say that they believe in the Most High, but when it comes to certain scriptures, you know, they want to say, oh, it doesn't mean that they want to give a private interpretation. And the Lord says, the, the um, these scriptures are of no private invitation, so in no way can I sit here and give you my interpretation of it, right? In no way can another man, especially someone who's not in the, under the nation of Israel, can come in and say that this is what this verse means. Because first of all, God is only dealing in the spirit. So if he's going to reveal things to you, you got to be in his word. So he can give that spirit to you. He can give the Holy Ghost to you, okay? Our people, you know, are, have been uh, brainwashed in this system, right? And believing in these churches, you know, these pastors that are preaching to us, they're basically, you know, telling us their 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 story, right? And then they'll put a verse or whatever in, and then they'll go on and start preaching, you know, um, some some wonderful, nice sounding, um, you know, sermon that they created, right, to make it sound good and smooth to you. But people don't want to hear. Majority of the people don't want to hear this truth. Because this truth um, is dealing with the facts. This truth is something you come into and you realize, you're like, whoa, you know, this is the real deal. 
And that's what our people have to understand, man. That we can't go out there uh, and be sugarcoats and stuff out there, right? And 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 not, you know, have a realization of the truth. Not people, you know, we run around and we'll celebrate anything, we'll jump on anything, and it's no problem. But when it comes to this truth, you know, we're hard-headed. And the most high knew that, you know? And it's sad, but it's true, but two-thirds of us are gonna get cut off. So we gotta deal with the truth here. We gotta deal in the spirit. You know, this is not a carnal thing, right? This is not our place of rest. We're not, you know, carnally fighting um, to get this, uh, to get our nation together. It's all spiritual. So we spiritually need to come back to the Most High because that's how the Most High is dealing with us, right? All right, um, let's go to the, the next verse. Second Andrews 4.30. For the gain of, for the gain of evil seed have been sown in the heart of Adam from the beginning and how much more ungodliness have been brought up to this time and how much shall it yet bring forth in, into the socket until the time of threshings come okay so again that just is, is, is saying that you know from the beginning you know there's been evils you know wickedness been going on you know and it's increasingly and he's asking how much how much socket that's not as it's um the most high socket um for that the most high is saying right the most high is saying from the grain of the evil seed have been sown in the heart of adam from the beginning and how how much ungodliness have they brought up to the to this time and how much shall it bring how much shall it yet bring forth until the time of the threshing come right so um you know the most high saying that the the, the the wickedness is increasing you know since the days of adam right now um when i did this on my youtube channel you can check this out um you know, because I did the same lesson on YouTube, which gives you a visual um, breakdown of the scriptures. Um, I, I brought up the fact that there are two different atoms, or two or different nations. There were different nations of atoms, okay? When God uh, first made the world, right, in his creation, when he made the world, then made Adam, right? Um, I don't have that verse on me. But you can find this in my YouTube. If you go under, um, uh, the YouTube is called uh, look on the house of Israel. Search on the house of Israel, and you'll find that Israel. Um, you'll find the same lesson called "Get Your House in Order." You know, speaking on the same thing. And in there, I bring out the, um, the scripture where, where the Most High I don't have it before me, but the Most High basically, when He created Adam, He created a nation of people. This Adam, these nations of people were the heathen nations. Okay, and then later on, when He created Adam. When he created Adam and Eve in the garden, that's dealing with the house of Israel. That's dealing with the people of Israel, the nation of Israel, because he breathed the spirit in them and said. Um, so basically, you have an Adam without the without the um, without the Holy Spirit, right? You have an Adam without the godly spirit, and then you have an the Adam um, which had you know the Most High Spirit in him because he breathed that and he gave a lot of detail, right? It goes into detail in that verse and tells you, um, you know, kind of illustrates. Um, the creation so it's giving them a little bit more detail and telling you you know just in that, in that in that verse that he's dealing with um house the nation of Israel because that that Adam right that nation of people he gave his spirit unto okay um 
So that that's dealing with that, and that's why I wanted to break that down. So the earth, you know, basically has been growing older, increasing with the evil and wickedness. It has, um, you know, it has been doing since the beginning. Um, let's jump into Isaiah 45, 18. For thus says the Lord, who created the heavens, he is the God who formed the earth and made it and made it. He established it and did not create it a waste place, but formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, there is none else. Okay, so yeah, the Lord created the earth to be inhabited, right? But his original, you know, he intended it for the house of Israel, the people of Israel, so-called Native American, um, Blacks, Hispanic, and Mexicans, similar Indians. He created those to be the ruler, you know, of the earth. Those were his priests, his kings, his um, prophets, right? Uh, so, so the world was to be set in order through the house, through the nation of Israel, those people. And the other people are, you know, to, to learn the commandments and to learn how to worship the Most High through the Israelites. That's the initial way he, he, won, he um, intended to set it up. But because Israel kept going off, our people kept going off, you know, he, his divine plan, you know, um, did, did come through, did fruition. And, you know, the salvation of, of Yahweh, who the world and he calls Jesus Christ, you know, we're given that forgiveness. So that forgiveness over our sin and the Lord, we had to fall in the way. So the Lord's bringing us back. You know, these are all prophecies in the Bible. All right. So the world was to be inhabited. But there's a certain way, there's a certain uh, structure that he created. Like anything else, you know, that you'll see in life, you'll see a structure to it, right? The same way with the, with the earth. The earth has a structure to it, you know? You look at um, the, you look at nature, right? And you look at things in nature and things around life, you see a certain structure to it. That's how it, you know, naturally flows, right? So the earth is to naturally flow under the, um, under the children of Israel, you know? Because we... We are the ones who he gave his commandments to, his laws and commandments. So we have to keep those laws and commandments and teach it to the, to the whole earth. The same way, like a lot of these other religions, these churches, um, you know, and other other beliefs of people who believe in, in these false gods and idolatry are saying that, you know, this is how we should worship and this is how we should do things. But they uh, worship, you know, with, without understanding. They don't know, they serve their own most high. Like they're not serving, they're not serving God. They're not serving um, the God of Israel. They're serving the Buddha. They're serving uh, Christianity and the Trinity, right? You know, the Most High has an order. You know, it's the it's uh, the Father, the Son, right? And then man is under that. So the structure um, of how things will be is that that's the order of things. So the House of Israel, you know, is on type and the other nations are below us. You know, so people, you know, believe all this. Um, we're all, you know, equal and, you know, God loves everybody. You know, these false doctrines that are coming out, if you read in the Bible, you'll find that nowhere to be true. But people don't want to deal with the truth. They don't want to deal with the facts. They want, you know, um, to deal with what they want. You know, they want to deal with what they believe, but not thus says the Lord. If you so-called have faith and you believe in the Bible, but you don't, um, you only believe in certain scriptures and when it says something and definitely clear and it's clear on that what it says in the Bible, right? You don't, a lot of people don't want to accept that. But um, let's move on. Um, jumping back to that verse, right? 
a second Salakia. Isaiah 45, 18. It reads, For thus says the Lord who created the heavens, who created the heavens, he is the God that formed the earth and made it and made it. The established he established and he did not create it to waste to a waste place, but formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is none else. So yeah, the, the Lord's not gonna destroy the earth, right? He's gonna destroy the nation and um, you know the, the wickedness in the earth, but he's not gonna destroy the earth and he's gonna put um, he's gonna put Israel like the house of Israel uh, back on top, you know, through his 144,000 elect that's gonna govern the earth and the one thirds that are gonna be you know saved and through salvation um, from the destruction and this society is gonna be done away with. What you see now is not gonna to continue to be on. So definitely take heed to the um, to the scriptures and to the word because it's a, it's in the Bible. It's there, you know, and, and if you have understanding, if you if you keep the laws and commandments, you know, allow God to reveal these things to you, um, you'll be dealing on a spiritual level instead of a worldly level. So, um, getting your house in order, right? Getting your spirit in order deals with uh, coming back to the most high, keeping these laws and commandments, going out there doing the work and and keeping them, uh, like I say, keeping the laws and commandments to your best ability, all right? Isaiah, um, Isaiah 42.5, thus saith the Lord, he that created the heavens and stretched, and stretched them out, he that spread the, the earth and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and the spirit of them to walk therein. So God gave life to all, but the nation of Israel, he gave only his statutes, laws, and commandments. Because, like I said, it was set up, you know, for the black so-called Native Americans, Seminole Indians, and Mexicans to inherit the earth. But um, we continue to break the, the laws and commandments so the, the curses fell upon us, right? So all these things are in the Bible. You really have to go through your Bible, you know, pray for the Spirit to reveal that God, you know, increase your spirit, keep these laws and commandments for you to get that understanding. You're not going to sit, you're not going to jump in this Bible and start reading it. A lot of people have been reading the Bible for, for years and years, for 30 years, and, and, and then some, you know, especially the, the Christians in this nation. They read the Bible, but they read it without understanding because the Lord's not dealing with them. That's how you know that this is not something that, you know, someone can just understand through reading. They gotta understand through the Holy Spirit. That's how God deals. Um, like I said, a lot of us come from, um, what we come in is truth. We come from different, uh, you know, backgrounds as far as, you know, beliefs and what we believe in. But the Lord, the Lord the Most High has ordained it to be so, to bring his sheep, you know, that are lost back to him. So those of us that come into the fold, you know, um, God knew, God knows who we are. He's dealing with those people. You know, he's dealing with the house of Israel. All right? Um, let's jump to Psalms 102.26. They will perish, but you remain. They all wear out like garment, like clothing. You will change them, and they will be, and they will be passed on. All right? So, in this verse, they're dealing with what's going on here is that... Um, you know, David is saying, King David, right, is saying that um, they will perish, right? People of this earth, other nations will perish, 
right? And, and a lot of our um, own nation, the two-thirds will perish, and you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment, right? Like clothing, you will change them. So, in this, in that scripture right there, in that line, it says, like, clothing, you will change them. This, this is talking about that spiritual, that spiritualness. So, that spiritual body that we're going to receive when we get into the new, new kingdom is that change. You will change them like garments, right? The Lord said that he's going to put his um, commandments in our inner parts. Our law, his laws and commandments in our inner parts, meaning our mind, right? And we're going to, it's going to be automatic for the house of Israel to keep these laws and commandments. We're going to do them like it's, like it's, like it's, like it's natural, you know? So we're not going to be able to go off. Um, we're going to know this. And God's going to give us that, that perfectness, you know? He's going to give us that perfectness in these spiritual bodies that are going to allow us um, to be in a new kingdom, keep these laws and commandments, and not go off. The other, the other nations are going to be in the kingdom, but they're, um, they're not going to, to receive that salvation, right? Because the salvation is for Israel, so they're going to learn to keep the commandments. They're going to um, be taught, you know, how, how uh, to worship and, and do the sacrifices. But so I cannot talk about the sacrifice. But there, there's still going to be sacrifices. Okay, but you know it's going to be for the other nation. All right. So let me read that again. Psalms 102:26. They will perish, but you will remain. Right. The Lord remains. They all wear out like garment. Right. Because we all, you know, are going to be going to be changed like clothing. You will change. Not we all, but you know, house of Israel do. The one third, 144,000 elect. You will change them, and they will be passed on. Right, so when we're passed on, it's saying that you know we're going to enter that kingdom. When we get those new spiritual bodies, we're going to enter that kingdom. So Israel, again, we have to get our our house in order. We have to get our spirit, you know, back to the Most High. We have to seek out His ways, keep these laws and commandments, stay reading. You know, if you're just coming into the truth, if you're just starting in this, you know. Everyone starts somewhere, but the, the first, you know, the first stage is recognizing who you are, that you're an Israelite. So no longer can you, will you think of yourself as a black American, a Native American, a Seminole Indian, a Dominican, um, a Haitian, all these other derogatory um, names that our oppressor had given us, you know, we're the seed of God, we're the children of God, you know, through the seed of Isaac, Abraham, and, and Jacob. Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. So we have to understand who we are to know what our future holds for us. The future for us is the, the kingdom. So to get the kingdom, we have to keep these laws and commandments, right? Follow the most high to our best ability. Okay, and, then, and like I said, the laws are not grievous. So these things are possible. You could be, you could be, have a perfect walk with the most high if you continue to keep these laws and commandments. You can be seen perfect through the most high's eyes. People don't believe that, but contrary to belief, there are people in the Bible that the Lord considered to be perfect. Why? Because they kept the laws and commandments. Job, Enoch, Yahusha, you know, even, um, you know, when, when the apostles were out, you know, doing the work, the Lord considered them perfect. Why? Because they were keeping the laws and commandments, going out there, teaching the people, right, rebuking, um, you know, from the sin. You know, that's, that's what perfect is dealing with, you know. When people understand things um, because they have 
lack of understanding of what what's really going on. So to get that understanding, again, you have to come back to the Most High, repent, keep these laws and commandments. All right. Um, let's go. Let's go to Second Ezra 14 through 14, 14, 14. Um, and it reads, "Let go, let go thy mortal thoughts, cast away thy burdens of man, put off." Put off non-weak, put off the non-weak nature, right? Care not for the, so I can, care not for this world and this the current life of worldly things, right? But focus your mind on the actions of the kingdom, keeping God's laws and commandments. Focus on your salvation, uh, because because the, uh, because the kingdom through faith alone, you know you can't gain the kingdom through faith alone, but through works and faith. You know it says that in Second Ezra. 9-1, right? It says, and everyone that shall be saved and shall be able to escape by his works and the, his faith, whereby ye have believed, okay? So it's not just works of getting in the kingdom. It's not just faith getting in the kingdom. It's work and faith. Second address 9-7, again. And everyone that shall be saved shall be able to escape by his works and his faith whereby ye have believed. So you believe, right? You kept the faith and um, believing in the Most High and Yahweh Shai the Son. And through your works and faith that you shall be saved. Okay? That's plain as day. So, you know, again, getting the house in order spiritually, um, coming back to the Most High is what we deal with throughout the Bible. Throughout everything that you'll hear, um, the bottom line is uh, to serve the Most High and keep the laws and commandments. No matter how many scriptures we bring out, although the scriptures help, you know, break down different things that are going on um, and revealing different, uh, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Different prophecies that were fulfilled, you know, and, and different things that are to come. Like, there's not, there's not a whole lot uh, left. You know, I was doing a lesson the other day. There's not a whole lot of time left where the Lord is going to come and judge the earth. You know, through fire, through nuclear missiles. So, if our house is not in order, if we're not spiritually, you know, um, doing the words, doing the faith, keeping these laws and commandments, we're going to get caught in that destruction of, of Babylon, Babylon the Great. Okay? Um, we got one more verse and then we'll, we'll wrap that up. Second Andrews 15, 5, 6. Behold, saith the Lord, I will bring these, bring these. I will bring plagues upon the world. I will bring plagues upon the world, the sword, famine, death, and destruction. And for the wickedness have exceedingly polluted the whole earth, and their their hurtful works are fulfilled. Right. So the Lord's telling us that destruction is coming. Right. So if you used to believe that, you know, Yahweh Shai, who the world he called Jesus Christ, is coming back with um. You know, hugs and kisses, coming back to, to unite the hands of all the nations, coming back with love. Um, you need to you need to read this verse. You need to, to um, you know, hear this verse because it definitely says that you know the Lord's not coming back with hugs and kisses. Let's read it again. If you missed it, uh, second second Edges fifteen five through six. It reads, Behold, saith the Lord, I will bring plagues, right, upon the earth, the sword, famine, and death and destruction so that is not talking about 
you know, contrary to what people believe, how the Most High is going to return. Okay, verse 6. For the wickedness have exceedingly polluted the earth, and their hurtful works are fulfilled. So, the Lord is dealing with time, you know, with man. So, he's dealing with amount of things that have gone on in the earth before Yahweh Shai comes back. You know, the world he calls Jesus Christ before he returns. You know, that measurement has to be filled. So the Lord's saying that, that that measurement is just damn near ready to pour out, pour over. Okay? So so he's sending his son back with death, plagues, destruction, and his sword. So none of those things are talking about love. So this is what you have to understand. Israelites, um, if you're not keeping these commandments, if you're still out there living in the world, you need to come out of that. You need to get your house in order. You need to understand that, you know, you're hearing these videos, you're seeing a lot of the people on the YouTubes, uh, you know, and even people out in the world that may, you know, have been, um, you may have heard or seen or talk about, you know, the returning and preaching the, the gospel, how the Most High requires through truth and sincerity, right? Now up in these churches lying to you. Um, sugarcoating everything and, and keeping you in sin because these pastors don't tell you how to how to be saved right they don't tell you to keep these laws and commandments they're telling you that, that the laws are done away with and, and the most high said that he didn't come to destroy the law but came to fulfill it so how is the laws done away with if he came to fulfill the law right and not destroy it so it's our responsibility it's our job to really you know Diligently search out, you know, search out what I'm saying when you're hearing these podcasts. Definitely go in your scriptures, read your Bible, look at, um, you know, the things that God's revealing to you, you know, if he's dealing with you. Definitely, you know, seek him and don't just take, you know, my word for it. I, I always encourage other people and the listeners, anyone I talk to, to, to read your Bible. Read it in there. Read it. It's in there. So it's like it. Read the Bible and see what the Lord is saying. You know, and if he gives you that spirit of understanding, um, you're gonna you're gonna relate to it. You're gonna um, bear witness to it. Your spirit will bear witness to it. But if you're part of the two thirds, like if you're part of the two thirds, most likely you're gonna reject the Most High because a lot of our people rejected the Most High. Um, so like you're gonna reject a Yahweh because a lot of people rejected Yahweh who the world really called Jesus Christ when he was on the earth. So nothing is new under the sun. Things have a uh, a pattern of repeating itself over and over again because the Lord is dealing with measurement. So it's continuing to happen, continuing to happen, and continuing to happen. There are people that are going to not uh, take heed to the Most High. They're not going to take heed to the Bible's Word, these podcasts, the videos that I put it out. Right? Because everything I'm speaking is coming out of the Bible. So when I'm breaking things down, it's revealed through the Spirit. Right? I'm not out here telling you um, to sin. I'm not out there telling you that the Most High, you know, is, is, I'm not polluting, right? I'm not polluting the word, I'm not um, interpreting it. I'm giving it to you, thus says the Lord, the way it is in the Bible, right? And I'm breaking it down with understanding. So if something doesn't match up with what I'm saying, definitely go to the Bible and make sure that you're dealing with the truth because I want, I want our people to be saved. And with that said, um, Israel, the one third of you is keeping the laws and commandments, Salakia, uh, to you, uh, keep enduring to the end to Akiyam and priests and, and uh, messengers out there teaching in the truth of sincerity, I say Shalom to you. The 144,000 um, that are being awakened in the truth, I say Shalom to you. 
and that have been listeners, um, that have been edified these podcasts and videos, I say shalom to you. Shalom, shalom, Israel. It's your brother, Rajai, coming at you again, always being led by the Spirit, uh, bringing out the words of the Most High. Uh, to the one-third Israel's keeping God's laws and commandments, I say shalom to you. Um, to the brethren Akiyam out there, the preachers and the Apollos out there uh, teaching the word in true sincerity, um, raising up our 144,000 elect in these last days and times, I say shalom to you. And to the avid listeners of the podcast show, um, all of you are, who are tuning in, listening, and being edified through truth and sincerity, I say shalom to you. Um, afternoon, Israel. Today we have, um, well, today I wanted to go into scripture, um, touching up on the, the fact that uh, why, the, why the Most High is dealing with Israel continually, right? All throughout the Bible, you know, he's dealing with the house of Israel, which is a so-called black, Hispanic, Native American, Seminole Indian, and Mexican, um, the 12 tribes of um, 12 tribes of Israel. And, you know, I want to pull out a couple of scriptures, kind of give it some definitions and, and break things down so that, you know, you can have a clearer understanding and be led by the Spirit, you know, if you have ears to hear. Um, first and foremost, you know, for all my listeners, that are just tuning in, or if you're just catching the show, if you, if you haven't never heard of any of these podcasts or seen my videos, you might be wondering why I'm doing this podcast for the nation of Israel. Um, it's because I'm doing it to, to, to edify a nation of people. So I, I do videos and I do podcasts in any way that I can put the word of the Most High out there to our people to get them to recognize who we are according to scripture, according to the Bible according to prophecy, who we are as a nation of people, um, and coming back to the Most High, repenting of our sins, and um, keeping these laws and commandments so that um, we can be saved, so that the salvation is, um, you know, that we save our souls, right, before the destruction of um, Babylon the Great. So my main purpose is to edify the nation, the house of Israel. That's the so-called Black, Hispanic, Native American, Seminole, Seminole Indian, and Mexican. Um, you know, because no one's doing nothing for our people, not for the salvation, you know. And this world is just, um, you know, the nation that we're under is just our captivity. So, although all that glitters and, and, and seems like gold, you know, it, it's not um, what's important to the Most High. What's important is that we wake up, realize who we are as a nation of people, and come back to these laws and commandments and serve the Most High. So... That's my whole and sole purpose is to edify a nation of people. Um, so getting back to touching up on um, the subject, why is the Lord continuously dealing with Israel? Well, let's get a scripture for that, right? Always be, um, always be bring out some precepts. Um, prove yourself to be, prove the most high to be right. Okay, so the first uh, verse I'm gonna, gonna read, read off is, Malachi 1-2. I have loved you, saith the Lord. Ye say, wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother? Declares the Lord, yet I love Jacob. So if you know the story or anything about, um, you know, the story with Esau and Jacob and Isaac, 
uh, in the back of the parents. Um, you know, Esau and Jacob are twin brothers that we know through scripture, but Esau came out cursed because he had no melanin. He was reddish. And for those of you going on the doctrine of that, he was ruby red and all this, um, you know, leading, creating your own doctrine. Um, that's not what the scripture is saying. The scripture is saying that, you know, he had no melanin in him. He was red that his blood showed through his veins and he was cursed. They used to, they called it back in that day leprosy. When um, your melon was removed from you, um, that was a curse of, you know, from the most high. So, you know, being so-called white is actually, um, you know, a curse. Now, there are uh, people in our nation of Israel that, you know, through bloodline, the seed of their father may have confusion of fate because our, um, our nation of people are mixed um, throughout the four corners. So we may look like so-called Esau, but our spirit, um, our spirit bears witness and truth to the Most High. So people usually hearing, um, you know, scriptures and these things being being taught by the prophets and, you know, the brothers out there uh, teaching the truth of sincerity, you know, matching up scripture with scripture and not giving their own um, interpretation of things because the Bible is not to be interpreted, but reading thus says the Lord, the people that, you know, hearken to the, to the scriptures um, have that spirit of the Most High in them. And those people who are, um, you know, rejecting the Lord, you know, they don't have that spirit, you know. But if you are hearing this for the first time and you're dealing with it, definitely, you know, what I what I always encourage people to, to do is to open up your Bible and read. Pray to the Most High that you receive understanding because the only way you're going to understand anything in this Bible is through um, the Most High. If He gives you that understanding, that spirit, you cannot go off of uh, your own, you know, what you believe it to be or, or your interpretation or... Or, and so forth, anything like that. So, first and foremost, you know, to get put that out there, that, you know, Esau um, was lacked of melon, right? So he was the curse of his nation of people, which he forbear, you know, the so-called, you know, white, the white man, uh, which we know his biblical nationality is, is Esau. And the so-called black man, Native American, um, Seminole Indian, the Mexicans are, are the 12 tribes of uh, Israel, right? And so um, they're Israelites, okay? Um, so yeah, like I was saying, it's confusing the face and those things going on, but the true spirit really identifies who you are. So, you know, if, you're, if your bloodline of your seed is of your father and he's an Israelite, and you know, uh, most people say that I'm half and half because my mother's white and my father's white, and my mother's black and my father's black and my mother's white. You know, there's no half, there's no half, there's no such thing as a half seed or a mixed breed. You are your father's seed, but you might, you know, come out, you might take the characteristics of, you know, your mother, if she's white, right? Or the characteristics of your father, you know, depending on whatever, you know, the seed line is. But you are your father's seed. So, um, let me, let me read that again, because I know I, I spoke long on that. Um, Malachi uh, 1, verse 2. Malachi 1, verse 2. I have loved you, saith the Lord. Ye, yet ye, it's like it, yet ye say, wherein hast thou loved us? Was it not Esau, Jacob's brother, declares the Lord, yet I love Jacob. So right there, the Lord has um, already said that he loves a certain nation of people, 
right? Because under Esau came, um, you know, a nation of people, and under Jacob came a, a, a different nation of people because they were different in manner. They weren't the same, you know, they didn't have the same manner uh, or even spirit in them, you know? Um, let's move on. Uh, Romans 9.13. So it was written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Okay? So again, that's another scripture, and firstly, throughout the Bible, you'll find, you know, scriptures often repeating themselves and saying some of the same thing or closely relative to the same thing. That's how you know that God's word is true. That's how you know that these different accounts of um, men that uh, followed the Lord that were prophets, right, that prophesied and, you know, wrote several books in the Bible, um, they all matched with, um, you know, different brothers or different prophets that, that spoke during that specific time because God put that spirit in them, right, uh, to, to record these things. And everything is recorded, you know, things are recorded in the heavens and things are recorded on the earth, which means that, you know, society and other nations have a history of recording things, but a lot of it is distorted, okay? A lot of it is told, you know, from one side, you know, to the other, you know, which is what Esau usually does. He doesn't reveal everything. He reveals what he wants, but the most high, you know, um, he reveals truth and he, and this Bible, you know, is like I said, is the heritage of the Israelites. So it's going in and telling you, you know, why basically um, the Most High is dealing with, with only one Pacific nation, right? Because the Most High, you know, he has favors and he's gonna deal with certain things. He's not gonna deal with everything, right? Although he created everyone, he's not dealing with everyone. And you can pretty much, if your spirit is right, and you can pretty much um, notice that. You can notice what's going on around the earth. You can tell that um, you see the things happening to our so-called Black, Hispanic, Native American, and some little Indians. Um, you know, just just getting getting not getting justice. You know, and being persecuted and being hunted. You know, hunted down like like um, animals in the streets. The justice systems don't represent us. Um, their their bills, their laws don't represent us. Um, like I said in the last podcast, if it was if it was up to the other nations, you know, especially Esau, uh, they would they would have nothing to do with us. They would do away with us, you know, if they could. After you know coming over uh, to a land that was already inhabited, destroying the Native Americans, and then um, you know taking the land, stealing, murdering, robbing, and raping, you know, and they continually do it. So the spirit of Esau is wicked in them, right? And the spirit of Jacob is that of righteousness. Um, so why does the Lord hate Esau? Some of you might, you know, be asking, why does the Lord hate Esau and love Jacob? Because Esau is wicked, right? And Jacob is righteousness. And Jacob is righteous. Esau, you know, um, like I said, if you, if you follow the story um, of the birth of Esau and, and Jacob and them growing up, Esau despised uh, his birthright. You know, which means that he despised the Most High. And the, um, and the word despise, right, in the Bible, if you look at the strongholds, um, get the definition means to disdain or hold no value for or to lessen or to consider worthless. So he considers the birthright um, of the Most High, right, because your birthright is your, basically it's your inheritance. So if God is God given, so you get that inheritance, and Esau, 
you know, despise his birthright. He's saying that he despised the most high. He's saying it's not good enough. So just like the spirit of Esau, you see the so-called white man, right, has that haughty spirit, you know, proud spirit that they're, they're better, you know, than, than all the other people in this nation and, and even exalt themselves high above um, the most high. You know, look around to the history and the things that they changed, how they manipulated people, how they have um, done wickedly, and um, just, they just don't have that spirit in them, is what I'm basically saying. You know, the spirit of righteousness. And um, history proves that, all right? So, Slakia. So, um, moving on, Jacob, right? Jacob, it tells us in the scriptures as well that he was a plain man. Right? So, plain in the Bible, you know, if you look, look that up in the scriptures, the stronghold as well tells you that's, he was a righteous man, meaning, you know, he kept the laws and commandments, right? He followed the Most High, um, you know, and, and sacrifices and things like that. He did those things because um, he valued, you know what I'm saying? His spirit, that spirit was in him. So, he valued the Most High. And we know that Esau, you know, he was out hunting, he was out doing the things of his own pleasure. But Jacob did the things that pleased the Most High, so that's how you you know discern the spirit of the spirit of both of these different um, you know brothers, which are two different nations. Uh, okay, Deuteronomy uh, four thirty seven. Because the Lord, Slakia, because He loved your forefathers, He chose their descendants after them and brought you out of Egypt by His presence and great power. So you know the story of. Um, we coming out of slavery from Egypt. When um, when Joseph brought 70 souls, which was, you know, the house of Israel, or the, the nation of his people, his brethren, um, brought them into, you know, he brought them into Egypt because at that time, Joseph, you know, was right, you know, right under the king. The king favored him, you know, and he allowed, you know, to bring his family and his people into live in Egypt, and they dwelt there. But during that time, you know, Israel, you know, kept growing, right? And they became a great nation, you know, and they were about to, um, you know, increasingly growing. So they were, you know, basically overpopulating, you know, Egypt more. There were more Israelites than there were um, Egyptians, right? And um, since the Pharaoh died off and, and Joseph died, you know, under those times that, um, you know, the time bears, they, they forgot about who Joseph was and, and you know, their forefathers, right? And, and, and Pharaoh, you know, didn't, um, you know, he wasn't aware, you know, Joseph and what his father um, basically did for Joseph. So he basically, you know, put the captivity under, um, under the house of Israel, forced them into, into bond, bondage and slavery and made them do harsh works. So um, let me read that again. Because uh, Deuteronomy 437, because he loved your because he loved your fathers, he chose their descendants after them and brought you out of Egypt by the presence and by his presence and great power. So he 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 loved um, he loved the nation of Israel, the people of Israel, and God didn't you know forsake them. He didn't leave them in the bondage. He actually you know the whole story. He brought them out of it you know, with, through Moses, so he let him out, right? And that's like example, that's another example of his love, because he loved the, their forefathers. Um, Deuteronomy 23, 5, 
yet the Lord, your God, would not listen to Balaam. Balaam, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, Balaam, and the Lord turned the curse into a blessing for you because your God loves you, right? So that's another um, story in the scripture, or point in the scripture where, you know, they were uh, coming out of Egypt and they were wandering the land for 40 years that, you know, a curse by Balaam was put on them, Balaam, Salakia. And, um, you know, the Most High turned that curse into, uh, you know, even though it was meant to come out as a curse, the Lord turned that into a blessing, you know, and it says because he loved you, right? So basically, you know, what we're getting at and what you're seeing is that the Most High loved you before, you know, we knew who the Most High was, was right? But we know through our forefathers that they had a relationship with the Most High, right? And the Most High loved our forefathers and extended his blessing into the descendants, which is the children, which is who we are today, okay? Um, Let's jump to Isaiah 41, 8. But you, O Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, descendant of Abram, my friend, we are a Slakia. Um, I was going into something else over there. But let me read that scripture again. So it says, Isaiah 41, 8. But you, O Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, descendants of Abraham, Abraham, my friend. So the scripture is calling Abraham a friend, right? It's saying that basically Abraham, we all know, had a relationship with, relationship with the Most High. And, um, you know, to the point where the Most High, you know, Yahweh, consider him a friend, right? That's a very powerful, um, that's a very powerful verse. So, um, so um so this 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 verse is, is saying you know that uh, we are a special people to the most high right to the Lord so special that he refers to Abraham as a friend and and the descendants of Abraham you know he desires um, our servanthood and our relationship um, with him through the laws and commandments, right? So that's why he's given these laws and commandments to us because he loves us. You know, just another verse to prove that. You know, he considered Abraham, uh, my forefather, to be a friend, right? And the desire of him, desire extended to the descendants, to us, you know, through the bloodline. That we, you know, walk in his ways as Abraham did, that we grow, you know, spiritually as Abraham, you know, was a man of, you know, had spiritual, you know, awareness and awakeness of the Most High, you know, had a spirit, spiritual, um, you know, he had a spiritualness in him. So the Most High requires us as, you know, being uh, the children of, the, of um, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, being his descendants, you know, um, that he requires that of us too, that we grow in this truth, that we grow in, in, in um, knowing who we are, keeping these laws and commandments, you know, most importantly, keeping the laws and commandments that will, you know, increase our spirit. But he desires that. That's why, you know, he gave this um, commandments and laws to Moses to give to the people of Israel, right? Um, Isaiah 41, uh, verse 9, I brought you from the ends of the earth 
and called you from its furthest corners. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not rejected you, right? So the Lord has chosen the nation of people whom he loves and not, you know, not everyone is called to serve him, you know, the way that he desires, you know? So this given, thus given the, you know, the scriptures and the laws and commandments, um, we ought to be, you know, servants of the most, of the most high, you know, in, in the way that he prescribed us to be. That's why, the, again, that's why the laws and commandments were given to our nation of people. He didn't um, deal with any other nation. So throughout the Bible, you'll see that God deals with Israel because he loves Israel. He loves the children of Israel, the descendants of Israel. And he kept a remnant of us, you know, still still alive, you know, even through, through the curses, he's kept us alive um, that he can uh, raise us up again, you know, and, and save that remnant. Um, when, you know, Yahweh who the world and he calls Jesus Christ, when he returns, he, he, the salvation is for the people of Israel because we're in captivity. So who else, <clears throat> so can, who else needs to be saved? You have to ask your question that, right? Why does the Lord deal with Israel all the time? Because the salvation is for the Israel because Israel is under the oppression of all the other nations, right? We're not, you know, ruling the world. We're not up top teaching the scriptures and, and giving peace to the world, right? The way it's supposed to be and um, keeping these laws and commandments for the other nations to follow and discipline and righteousness and, and judging in righteousness we're not we're not there right so who is the salvation for if all the other nations are freely to do what they want you know they're not required because they don't have the laws and commandments but each each nation will be judged right all of us will be judged when Yahweh shall returns but as of now you know, this is the grace period for the um, for, for us to return back to the Most High and keep these laws and commandments so that we can be set back in our righteous place and judge the earth. Um, the 144,000 will be the ruling elect, you know, with, with Yahweh side, who the world called Jesus Christ. We will rule in righteousness, okay? And the Lord and, and the um, world will rejoice, right? So that's like good news. Um, that's, 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 that is the gospel of the Bible, right? That is the good news of the Bible that salvation is for the Israelites because we're still in oppression. And when people want to be saved, you got to ask them what do they want to be saved from because this is their heaven, right? Aren't they doing, you know, the things that they want to do? You know, worshiping the God that they want to and not getting held accountable for that? You know, no judgment is falling upon them. But now, you know, since God's raised up his people, a lot of the um, judgment is being you know, those curses are being reversed and falling on the, on the heads of these other nations and people, um, thus provoking, you know, the prophecy to be fulfilled, or thus, you know, allowing the prophecy to be fulfilled, because all the things um, that, that God has um, prophesied are, are coming to an end, are coming close, right? All we're waiting on is those nuclear missiles um, to hit, to hit the, uh, you know, United States. Um, got one more verse and then we're gonna wrap it up. Jeremiah 31 3. The Lord appeared to them from after. Shalakia. The Lord appeared to them from afar. I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have joined I have joined you with loving devotion. Okay? So by scripture we know that love is keeping the, the um, keeping God's laws and commandments. And um, 
you know, he gave those commandments to Israel only. So to define what love is, we know, you know, it's through these scriptures that the Lord has given us the commandments to follow so that we can prosper even under our um, captivity. Like the Lord is still with us, it says that, right? So the Lord loved us and has constantly deal, dealt with us because it, it's an, he, um, it says right here, the Lord appeared to them from, from afar. I have loved you with an everlasting love, right? I have drawn you with loving, with a loving devotion. So he's called us, you know, to these, um, to serve to be servants of the Most High, his priests and prophets and messengers, right? To be servants, um, to be the kings of the world, to, to, to rule in, in rulership, you know, but he's preparing us and getting us ready. So, you know, until that time, we have to, to keep these laws and commandments, come back to the Most High and repent for our sins keep these laws and commandments to our best ability so that um, so that we have that salvation. Because, um, like I said, the salvation for the other nations, um, who are, why are they being saved when, you know, this is their heaven, when this is their kingdom? What are they being saved from? Right? They know who they worship. Right? They don't worship the Most High. You know, none of God's laws are kept, you know, in any of the, the countries. <laughs> That's why in any of the nations you see, none of God's laws are being kept, you know, followed. So, how are they God's people if they're not dealing with the Most High and the Most High is not dealing with them, right? So, that's basically what I wanted to bring out uh, Israel. I hope that, you know, um, this podcast was edifying for you. These scriptures were edifying for you. Why the Lord is dealing with Israel and continuously and only is because he loved us with an everlasting love. Even though we fell away and, um, you know, didn't keep the laws and commandments and sinned against our God, it says right there that, you know, he, lo- he loves us with an everlasting love. So he's rising us back up, you know. And like I said in the other podcast, we have to get our uh, house in order spiritually. Right, that's coming back to these laws, statutes, and commandments, right, and going out there and teaching our brother, spreading the gospel, right. So, with that being said, I hope that again, Israel, that you found this um, edifying to you, to your spirit, that you that you bear witness. If nothing else, you know, um, open up your Bible and start reading, pray to the Most High that He delivers you, He gives you that um, that spirit of understanding, that Holy Ghost, that you can, you know, interpret. It's like you're not interpreted that you can have understanding because the Bible is not um, to be interpreted. So, with that being said, I say shalom to you, Israel, the one-third of you keeping the laws and commandments, to the Akim and priests out there teaching on the highways and byways, um, raising up our brethren, I say shalom to you, and to the 144,000 elect, um, soon-to-be rulers and governors of the earth, I say shalom to you, until Yahweh Shai comes back, Israel, I say shalom.